episode of Corporate Break Podcast. This week we want to focus on an article that Ben has written for the Warsaw Business Journal, April edition. So Ben, is it over to you? Tell us a little bit about the article. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it has, a, it has a story to it actually. I was um, writing a piece on my LinkedIn and it was talking about uh, recapping a bit of the 2020 and how crazy year it was. And, and I think we all tend to agree that's one, one a hell of a year that probably will remain in people's memory for a while. And the article basically talks about the Polish economy and, and how the Polish economy will be um, or looking like um, in the future and whether the strength that it has um, in, in the few last decades that will continue to be the momentum um, in, in the future. And, and of course, it's, it's for reasons. Um, the Polish economy is not an island. It's connected to the urban economy and then to the wider global economy, and a lot of variables going on in there. So um, I was asking my, myself a question, if, if anyone wants to invest in Poland, whether that's to be the right time to do so, and number two, if it's like I am in the right country being a foreigner actually to continue to work here. Um, so there's reasons why I written this article. And within that article, it took three levels, um, or four levels, a bit recabbing in what's happened in, in 2020, but also talking about the global economy, and there's a lot of things um, going on. We have a COVID, we have a pandemic. Um, we have a, a lot of movement in the monetary and fiscal policy around us. Um, and then within the European Union, um, our backyard, basically, and, and it's actually our biggest destination for exports, um, talking about Poland was going on in there because any any negative or let's say headwinds in the European economy would have a negative consequences on the Polish economy as well. Okay, was it and uh, Robert, do you have any questions? Was that uh, for Ben in regards to the article or the subject in general? Yeah, actually I have a question regarding the Polish economy and how was it in 2020 because starting from 2004 when when Poland joined the European Union the economy was growing. There was a few hiccups uh, in 2008. I think it was, it was the biggest one during the crisis. But uh, now in 2020, there was like a completely different situation. The pandemic hits entire world. So it's not only Poland, Europe, but, you know, everybody feel feel the, the hit. So the question is, what is the climate now in Poland and whether the hit that we get in last year Will will continue, or the investor will still be looking for, or looking at the Poland as a place for future investment. I think there's two words I would say: the, the crisis in Poland, despite how hard it is, or we we might think as individuals is it's way milder than anyone else around us. Um, when I say around us, mainly, mainly Central Eastern European countries, but way better than our Western uh, part of the Union, right? It's like all of France, Germany, and else. And number two, the, the Polish economy continue to be resilient. So I like your starting point when you say, well, the Polish economy overall fared well all of the crisis. And I remember, I actually recall, um, I was investing a bit in the Forex market and, and we were looking at how the, the Polish currency was behaving versus the dollars and the, and the, and the euro. And when we look to a chart, which is, goes back to the even before the, the Pol Pol Polish economy accessed the European Union economy or being part of the European Union, 
we, we could see that's really stable. I mean, you look back 30, 40, 60 years, and you barely see even an impact in the, in the subprime crisis in the 08, for example. Um, while the, the, I mean, the, the Polish currency is a key to an economy that relies heavily on exports. The Polish economy, 60%, is generated or dependent on the export. So if you have a, a fluctuation in its currency, that's, you will face a massive problem. Coming a bit shorter in the past, we're talking about 2019, 2020. I think, again, Poland proved to be the, the hub of manufacturing. And the reasons that we have a, a good, it's not a backlog, but inventory of orders. We didn't see an impact actually in the manufacturing sect sectors. We didn't see an impact actually in export. And if we see anything in 2020, the policy is slightly devaluated against the euro. And this is what gives basically a surplus in terms of the commercial balance of the country. And then it could add to that. And it's also it's important to mention that we have a fairly accommodative uh, policy in terms of the government stepping in and supporting some of the businesses as well. Um, so overall, Polish economy fared well um, versus a lot of our neighboring countries and other economies around us. Okay, so to say that the the Polish economy fared well compared to uh, some of the neighbouring countries. Do you think there's any lessons learned? Was it so that if there's a in future another crisis, a pandemic, a global shutdown, do you think there's any lessons learned that Poland can take either repeat what it's done or to improve on that from any other countries or to you know keep this slight ahead of the uh, comparable countries? So the the answer would be weird if I say we would never know, but um, I think reflecting back a bit what's happened in 2020, is the key is all the time is the trade-off equations. Like um, if we have a case of pandemic, it's like what we're trading off, right? And though we locked down a few times, I think we, we're going through the third one, um, it's still milder than the lockdown we've seen in, in, in other countries like Germany or France, for example, or Italy or I don't know, Netherlands or Denmark, um, even Slovakia, just close to us. Um, I think there's one thing that we, we need to, before jumping into a decision, saying well, let's shut down the economy, just what we're trading off. That's the biggest um, questions in my mind. A second thing is let's reflect back what's made the, the Polish economy what it is today in terms of being a hub of manufacturing. And then think of the future, whether that's actually sustainable going forward or not. And I think I brought in, and we all know there's a lot about the nearshoring. The, the disruption in supply chain of our Western, the, the total Western economy in the US, um, Canada, or North America, and, uh, North America in general also, the European Union taught us that they cannot rely on the supply chain being in Asia. And if a case of pandemic, and then you will have a problem really in getting your um, essentials basically. And Poland could play really key roles going f forward and being that hub of manufacturing, basically. But it's also important to mention that we have a growing community of startups. Um, you could name a few names and there you have Allegro, you have Impost. And those are very fresh and early days and their developments as a business in terms of maturity. And you could uh, relate to or think of uh, business like Amazon, where they started and where they ended today. And I think there's a lot of um, growth um, for Poland. Um, and, and that's basically going to diversify a bit the economy, a wave of just being a manufacturer or relying strongly on exports. 
it's also key to understand that, you know, again, talking about export, what, what's the proportions of your economy? When you're saying 60% of the Polish economy is export, that's actually a risk because you depend um, on your trading partner to continue being, you know, demanding goods and services from you. The biggest trading partner for Poland is Germany. By far, is like, I think it's 80% of all of the exports of Poland goes to Germany. And then you ask your question, so if the German economy slowed down, then what's going to happen? So that's really a risk. So the alternative or the scenario where the Polish economy could mitigate that risk is encouraging internal consumptions. Um, and 2020 um, created a, a massive amount of saving. People just didn't spend money. If that money doesn't get to the market, and then we're going to have problems because no matter what monetary and fiscal policy comes in, it will not have an impact because liquidity just get trapped in person and account, the saving account, or just in cash sitting somewhere under under somebody's bill. <laughs> you know, so that that's I would I would have think of. Okay, so do you think maybe the the government should try and be encouraging people and companies to spend in country? the savings under their pill to try and go out and spend so once lockdown free is over restaurants hotels the hospitality industry tourism to try and encourage people to spend money internally rather than looking abroad and even companies looking to invest within and we've seen some of that right if you remember the last few summers like a lot of people, at least my surrounding, didn't go elsewhere, didn't travel really down to the countries. They just spent their holidays in, in Poland. And I think you will see that more and more, not just in Poland, it's just a case in different countries. They, they don't see why should they go elsewhere. And, you know, probably there's a lot of restrictions about the travels. They have to get tested and et cetera, et cetera. But in, in then talking about policies, how we could drive that, I think the, the fundamental thing is, is investing creating an environment that encourages investing on startups because that's what provide the economy in the future first of goods and services that didn't rely to import because this is where you kind of lose your currency in a way and, and become a problem for you if your currency is weaker and then number two is basically create an environment where you could supply the market with high paid jobs um, we had a podcast talked about shared service centers, and we alluded to this one. We have a competitive workforce, but the problem is that we have kind of brain drainers, like people going abroad to work in different companies. So why not bring those people home and they create that chain of values on having people working in, in the Polish economy and creating even more jobs than it is. But overall, the Polish economy is still a very, very attractive um, uh, market for, for investment. I, I think it's like it's still a lot to go and it's not yet on the map in terms of being a, a, a crowded economy with foreign investors. Yeah, a lot of interesting thoughts. I have one more last question, I think. Um, we're talking about a lot of... We, we, you talk a lot about the how the Poli Polish people should spend the money and create a, like value internally. But what about the uh, foreign direct investment? Are you going to... Oh, what what you thought about the the future of of uh, this kind of activity? Are we going to have more of them more in Poland, or it will go 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 down as we could see it in two thousand twenty? I think twenty twenty is not a reference point. You get to look to a larger time scale. Um, few uh, 
two or three decades because every, everywhere you've seen the direct investment just when foreign direct investment went down. Because if you hear there's a crisis, you would like, as an individual, as an investor, you'd like to keep your money next door. As even if you could keep your money out of the banks and just in cash at home. Because there's a lot of speculation that everything will just collapse, right? But I will be cautiously also optimistic that it's not everything will collapse, but it's also, um, it's very important to think of it as, you know, investment, you buy when it's cheap and you sell when it's expensive. So if you were smart investors, so if everyone is pulling out in the market, you need to just to do your own research. It's not because this gets phenomena and you can just ride the waves with them. It might not just a, a market panicking for a, 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 you know, a short-term or short-lived events like COVID. So we've seen, while we've seen some, a lot of people exit the Polish economy as an investors, we've seen a lot coming in because they just, it's become so cheap to invest in the Polish economy. Um, but one of the most important things actually for an investment right now we're looking at is manufacture would continue to be, we're talking about nearshoring and diversifying supply chains in Europe and, and North Americas. We're talking about a, a growing uh, startups communities and uh, I talked to some investors in, 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 in Poland, residing in Poland, but they're foreign investors. They could acquire startups that created an apps or sharing economies or any other kind of businesses way cheaper than they could do that in the UK or in the US. And, and there, there's a lot of rooms to go. I mean, just a few examples we talked about is Allegro and Impost. There's our Polish businesses. Okay, and uh, just before we finish up, uh, Ben, it's obviously your article in the Warsaw Business Journal. Uh, is there anything you want to add, anything that you want to summarize or highlight from the article? So I think we looked at, I looked at the article, what I wrote, and this is my own homework, and I'm sharing it obviously in an article, but I think it's about, you know, as individuals, what do you do with the money, the spare money that you have? And obviously not to buy a new mobile phone or buying, I don't know, a car or buying a bicycle. It doesn't mean that you don't need one, any of these, but you need to get to invest, right? And you cannot basically, as individual, rely only, oh, I have my pension plan somewhere, um, my, my employees paying for me, and, and I will retire and get that. I think you get to invest a little bit, and, and, and from that, Poland could be a, a good place for you as well. Great. It was uh, fantastic talking to you, as always, uh, Ben, Robert. Uh, and of course, if you found this uh, topic interesting, was it uh, this week, please visit uh, Google, look up, go to Airpick, find the Warsaw Business Journal April edition. Thank you. Speak to you all soon. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.